Welcome to Men Talking Mindfulness with co-hosts John McCaskill and Will Schneider. Each week, we take an authentic dive into how mindfulness continually impacts our lives, deepens our relationships, and allows us to be emotionally alive. We filter all of our conversations through the man box, where we unpack how as men we are expected to act in society, how fighting the authentic human experience is exhausting and damaging, and how mindfulness can help. Now, on to the show. All right. Hey, welcome to Men Talking Mindfulness here. John McCaskill here with my brother from another mother, Will Schneider. And I am trying to find my notes, but hey, we are 100% unapologetic and raw, authentic. Today, Will and I are going to be speaking about the beginner's mind. It's uh, something that's very important, something that's very easy to foster, and we're going to be defining it. Before we do that, I want to get into our first sponsor, Naked Warrior Recovery Supplements. Naked Warrior is a service-disabled, veteran-owned and operated supplements company owned by a fellow Navy SEAL. They offer a range of supplements from super greens for energy and recovery to broad spectrum CBD products to immune defense. And we'll be putting the website in the links here shortly or in the comments, but go to that, that link, check that out and enter the code MTM2021 to get a 20% off discount. And uh, again, we'll be putting that link in the comments. But with all that said, Will, welcome to the show, brother. Thank you, John. Good to be back. And we are episode number 12 for this season. You believe that? Episode number 12. Yeah, it's 12. crazy, man. Time's uh, flying. And, uh, yeah. and we're getting, uh, getting great uh, viewership on the lives and getting great questions. Really appreciate the engagement on the lives. Uh, mm. And it's just been phenomenal to watch not only the live engagement, but also the comments after the show, people are sharing the show. So it's really great to see. And uh, I'm loving being on this journey with you, brother. Yeah, same. And and I'm, I'm super grateful. Well, for you, John, uh, for helping to create this space and, and the willingness to have these conversations as well as everyone else out there that is getting involved. And, and we really appreciate so much the comments, the, the shares, the, the reviews, the, you know, the five-star reviews, the subscription to the podcast. Um, and I, 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 every week, John, I'm just fueled with more passion, with, um, with a great, that responsibility, I feel, just to kind of move this conversation forward and, and um, just have more fun with this as well. I mean, that, that's really yeah. what this is about for me so much. It's a great platform to have some fun. And uh, it is, man. Me. Have some fun. But yes, exactly. That last part right there. Have some fun. I so look forward to the show every week and I always come out of it energized. But <laughs> also, we also we're, we're helping people, right? Spreading right. awareness, spreading mindfulness, spreading love and compassion for one another. And mm. uh, this that's definitely things this world could use more of. Uh, yeah. always, always, but in particular, I believe right now is, is uh, the timing is perfect for it. Yeah. So that said, um, if you're tuning in for the first time, again, it's Men Talking Mindfulness with John McCaskill, Will Schneider. I'm a, a recently retired Navy SEAL. I live in Colorado Springs. Will is out there in New York City. We've actually yeah. never met face to face, but we are brothers and uh, <laughs> love one another. And, uh, and I love, I love yeah. working with you, Will. Today's Thanks. show, specifically what we're going to be talking about again, is that beginner's mindset. And we'll get into that here shortly. But what we do on all our shows is we kick it off with a grounding practice. 
we wrap it up with the grounding practice and we also talk about our mindful moments for the week. So that said, if you feel comfortable viewing or listening, go ahead and get into a comfortable position. I like to plant my feet firmly on the ground. I uncross them, put them both firmly on the ground. I put my hands on my lap. I open my palms up and I put them face up. That invites a feeling of vulnerability. I apparently need this practice for myself, calm myself <laughs> down. So that invites that feeling of vulnerability, which taps into the parasympathetic nervous system, which helps us to calm down, which again, I pro probably need right now. I've had too much coffee this morning. And then if you feel comfortable doing so, go ahead and close your eyes. Otherwise, just soften your focus and very acutely bring your attention to your breath. And we'll start with three deep cleansing breaths. Begin by breathing out all your air. And breathing deep in through the nose. And then nicely and slowly letting that breath go, slowing the exhale, really tapping into that parasympathetic rest and digest. Another deep breath in, breathing deep down into the belly first. Expanding that belly in your chest. And then nice and slow exhale, paying attention to the contracting of your belly and your chest as you breathe out nice and slow. One more deep in through your nose, down in your belly, into your chest. And nice and slow, letting that go. Again, focusing on the physical sensation of breathing as you breathe out. And then just breathe naturally. Bring your attention to the space that you're in, the feeling of being in that space. What do you feel? What do you hear? What do you smell? Can you feel air passing over your skin? Can you feel your feet planted on the ground? You rarely feel or rarely think about the feelings of our feet, but it's always there. And if you can bring your attention to the soles of your feet and the feeling there, that can really get you into the space and into the moment, into the here and now. And then just think, let your mind go for the next few moments, just letting it go, relaxing, but being present. And then finally, let's wrap it up with one more deep cleansing breath. Begin by breathing out all your air. And breathe deep down into your belly through your nose. Deep, deep, deep. Hold it. And let it go as slowly as possible. Slow, slow, slow. Noticing the air passing your lips as you breathe out. And when you're ready and on your own time, Go ahead and open your eyes or blink your eyes, start to come out of the practice. 
And here we are. Bring yourself back into the space that you're in. Invite some movement back into your body. Well, thanks for letting me lead that, brother. Thanks for uh, allowing me to ground. And uh, thanks for thanks for the space again, man. No, same. It's good to be here again, John. I'm just bringing up the, the live feed here just so you can watch our comments come in for the show. Um, for sure. But uh, tell us about your mindfulness moment of the week, John. What do we, uh, what do we got yeah. over there in Colorado Springs, all the snow? <laughs> <laughs> man, uh, man, we had lots of snow and there were plenty of mindful moments uh, as I was starting to shovel that snow, as I was moving from the snow shovel when I realized that wasn't going to do the job. I moved to the snow blower and then realized pretty quickly that that wasn't going to be able to do the job. So literally outside my uh, garage door, there was probably three feet of snow there. That, so I wasn't able to move the cars out into the into the driveway um, until I got the snow blower out, clear just the first like 10 or 15 feet outside there. And then uh, and then realized that I have, I don't know, several hundred feet of driveway. Um, I live out in the country and the snow blower snow thrower wasn't going to cut it either so i had a neighbor come over um with the uh with a tractor and a plow and he plowed my 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 full driveway and i was able to get out but that does actually tie into my mindful moment of the week and my mindful moment had to do with just that um i i moved to the country and you know our houses are fairly distant from one another and i've never actually met any of our neighbors <laughs> and uh, and I felt pretty bad about it. And I was like, geez, you know, I, I was feeling pretty bad about it last week. Mm. Um, we, you know, I even told my wife, hey, maybe we should just get some cards and go and put them in their mailboxes and let them know, hey, we're here in the neighborhood. We'd love to meet you guys, whatever. Lo and behold, the universe worked its magic, dumped on us as far as the snow. And I had to walk around I had to walk over this like six foot heap of snow at the end of my driveway, oh my walk God. out into the road and then walk down the street to, to the guy that had the tractor. I'm like, Hey, I know I've met, never met you before, but <laughs> I, I am in desperate need of some help. I'm a rookie. I'm a rookie to these snowstorms. Uh, could you come and, and plow my, plow my driveway? And he sure enough, he did. And I was so appreciative of of his his help and um he was just super kind and you know come back to some of our conversations in the past where we as men we don't like to make friends it's, it's kind of difficult for us to say i'll say that again we we like to make friends but it's difficult for us too especially as we get older yeah uh, as we get kind of more reclusive or more wrapped up around our our jobs or whatever Sorry, this is a really long mindful moment, but bottom line is I, I made I made friends with this guy. Not only did I make friends with him, he came and helped to plow my driveway. Um, I offered to go and help to uh, you know clean his horse stalls for him, and and we've talked several several times since then. And he was actually able he he actually came down to my house and brought some kids' clothes that his kids have long since grown up and moved on. And he's like, oh, you guys have kids? Here you go. Here's some clothes for them. And you know they're like country clothes. So yeah. it, was, uh, it was pretty awesome. And it's just the, the mindful aspect of that is just the compassion that we can show for one another. And he showed great compassion in coming and plowing my driveway with his tractor. And, and I, I was so appreciative of that. And that's the yeah. mindful moment from my side is, is the appreciation, the gratitude that we can show for one another. Yeah. Uh, so that was my mindful moment for the week. Yeah, well, I, I appreciate hearing about the vulnerability, John, ask for help. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it right. Really like, right? This ties I mean, right into like, today's show. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Asking for help. It's like, hey, like I'm stuck. So um, yeah, good on you, man. That's beautiful. Um, this week I um, um, I had a I have an aunt, um, very, very, very dear aunt of, of mine passed away uh, a few years ago at 108 years old, 108. That's wow. not like, yeah. Um, you know, I, I know I knew her my whole life and, uh, and her birthday passed on, uh, she's a hundred percent Italian, but her birthday is on St. Patty's day, March 17th. Oh, wow. And yeah. And, um, you know, I just, I honored her. Like I've never really kind of done this. I mean, she really gets to me, John, my gosh, she goes right there every time I think about her and um, just to, to just, to just honor her in, in like, you know, I posted on a little bit about her. I talked to some friends. I went back and watched some videos about her just because, you know, we, we just shared a lot together and I really loved and cared about her so much. Um, but I feel like she's still with me in a lot of ways. Um, but I just, that was like a really a big deal for me today or this week, just kind of honoring her her birthday and our and, and our life together um and, and you know how much we how much we shared and cherished and and all the love I have for her and, and how she was my biggest fan and I know she'd be so proud of what I'm doing with the podcast and all, all the work that I'm doing and and uh that was like a, a big moment for you this week just to instead of ignoring it and be like no 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 and pushing down those feelings and not wanting to get upset you know or, or, or be emotional um and just being with that um and then I, then I had some Irish whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> it just, there you go. It went there, brother. It just went there. You know, it's like, all right, I'm going to go make it. <laughs> so, uh, hey, St. Patty's yeah, Day, man. St. Patty's Day with my, with my Italian aunt uh, at 108 years right. old. So that was like, yeah, you, you, know, said, me. You, you said that she would have, would have been proud of you. I'm sure she was proud oh. of you, you know, you know, prior to the things that you mentioned, I'm sure she was proud of you. And, and just the fact that you can speak uh, so lovingly about somebody in your family openly, you know, on a podcast here with our millions of listeners. <laughs> one day, one day, millions of listeners. <laughs> Next year. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think that's great. And showing that vulnerability, Thanks. man, shows true who, who you are, the, the true character. And uh, I love you, brother. So love thanks you. for that Thank mindful you. moment, man. Thank you. Yeah. So, man, let's uh, let's get into the beginner's mind, man. Beginner's yeah. mind. What what is it? What's important about it? How can we foster it for individuals and for teams? And what the heck? What the heck is it even? So, yeah. man, uh, I'll, I'll let you jump into. You, you're always the definition guy. So, you want to jump in with a definition oh, or something so, close close you know to? The okay. Definition? Good. Yeah. I'll, uh, <laughs> well, you know, what? I mean, so I like to go to the you know the classics, like the the sages, that are, are great teachers of our humanity. And uh, you know, one of the great uh, Zen Zen master um, uh, by his last name is Suzuki. Uh, he says, "Oh, and I'm trying to find that in our notes here, John. Here he goes. He goes." Um, um, well, yeah, so in, in, in Zen Buddhism, right, they, they have this definition of beginner's mind is called Shoshin, S-H-O-S-H-I-N, uh, Shoshin, uh, and it, it stands for beginner's mind and refers to having an attitude of openness, eagerness, and lack of preconceptions when studying a subject, even when studying at an advanced level, just as a beginner would. And, uh, one, uh, and the master Suzuki says, in the beginner's mind, there are many possibilities, 
in the expert's mind, there are few. So I guess a great way to kind of drop us into this because I was, I was in a meditation session earlier today with the the male student and I told him about the topic today. He's like, what is that? And I was like, Oh, you know, like it's very near and dear to us, um, but it's like, okay, so let's just get basic and, and break down what this means. Referring to attitude, openness, eagerness, um, which is that curiosity, a lack of preconceptions when studying a subject. That's a big concept, especially to yeah. that know-it-all mindset, right? And yeah. shifting into that learn-it-all, which we kind of learned learn from, it all. Uh, you know, reinventing masculinity with Ed and Ed. Um, yeah. But what, uh, what, are, what are, you know, so, I mean, you know, John, why do, are you, the, the, you're, you're, you actually brought, you brought this to us, right? Uh, to Men Talking Mindfulness. So what is it that 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 kind of tickles you as far as like why this concept for this show? What yeah, man. Uh, well, I'll tell you that you know in the in the military, uh, specifically as as a leader or designated leader, because there are leaders. We talked about this in leaders versus bosses. There's yeah. le- there's leaders throughout the rank, but as a designated leader by rank, um, there there is a almost like a desire to never be um, seen as someone who doesn't know the answer. Um, as a matter of fact, someone sent me a clip this morning from an old submarine movie with Matthew McConaughey on it. And Matthew McConaughey, I forget which which movie it is, but he's the he's the commander of the submarine. And at some point he says, I don't know. And his, his one of his guys pulls him aside and, you know, pu- pulls him to a place where they can talk privately. He's like, hey, you're in charge. You can never not know. You must always have the answer. And I think that's an attitude that truly is fostered within the military. And it's a dangerous attitude. It's a dangerous attitude. It's a, it's an attitude that leads to lack of growth. It's a, it's an attitude that leads to lack of innovation and, and by acting like, you know, it all, when you don't, it can cause um, bad decisions to be made. Yeah, just, why made. is it dangerous, John? Yeah, yeah that's, that's, like that's, that where, that's where it's dangerous. It can, right. it can truly, you can be arrogant, not know the answer, and then act as though you do and make a call on the battlefield that can cost lives. So yeah. it's, it's near and dear to my heart in that aspect of things. And then the, the, the flip side of things, so leaving the, the military uniform behind and being mm-hmm. a father... I, I see my kids, I have a four and a two-year-old and they are asking why all the time, all the time about everything. And, and, I, and I find it really, you know, I, I got to admit there are times when I'm like, oh my gosh, stop asking why. I don't say that, but in, my, in the back of my mind, I'm like, okay, enough. But at the same time, there are times when they ask why about something that I've never even thought about. And, and when I have to answer, when I have to take a step back, I'm like, oh, why is that? And like, <laughs> I'm sure I learned this at some point. Uh, I'll give you an anecdotal example yeah. um, that's redundant. But anyway, I'll, I'll give that, I'll give you one. Um, <laughs> How aware um, of you, John? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, when, you know, my, my, my daughter asked me, she was like, uh, when the moon was like half full, she was like, oh, I can see, I can see the shadow of the earth on the moon. Why do I see the shadow of the earth on the moon? And I was like, wait a minute, is that, is that what she's seeing? And I'm sure, like I said, I'm sure I learned this years ago when I was in grade school, but I've long since forgotten. But I was like, what causes the phases of the moon? 
and I and I was curious about it, and I looked it up, and I was like, oh, the sh- the phases of the moon is actually the shadow of the moon on itself. The an eclipse, a lunar eclipse, is the shadow of the Earth on the moon, whereas the right. phases of the moon. Anyway, the the reason I even go into that is it taught me something, and I I didn't didn't say, hey, I know it all, and that is the shadow of the the Earth, or I know it all, and this is such and such. I was like you know what, that's a great question. What is that? Why is that? And, you know, again, that's an anecdote, but you expand that to life, uh, you know, that constant curiosity, you Mm. wanting to learn. We talk a lot, you you know, beginner's mind, we talk about growth, growth mindset. You may hear that term a lot more often in in corporate America or mainstream media, growth mindset. They're very similar. You want to learn you're curious, you want to grow. And so that's yeah. what uh, the beginner's mindset is. And that's why I, I felt it was so important to me, both yeah. as, a mili- as a former military leader and as a father, I need to foster that beginner's mindset. So yeah. that's why. No, thanks. And it's, you're dead on to, it's interesting to just bring, you know, to what is, how do we get to this beginner's mindset? And it's that eagerness it's that willingness it's the it's i think with the big thing for what we're continually tapping into uh, for the show with masculinity is like letting go of control like that's a big part of this is just letting go of the know-it-all which is part of that controlling system or part of the Mm -hmm. elements or ingredients of of being like master controller everything's got to be done the way i want it and then just taking a step back and instead of being this authoritarian in every situation or dictator right being the follower being the student you know stepping back and um and softening the mind softening your attitude softening your your uh also the energy and uh emotions that kind of come with um being in this constant state of wanting to control everything and just taking a step back and taking a grander view um and, and and that's like i think it's interesting like when you talk about your daughter and that curiosity, I mean, what a great moment for you to learn something, for you and your daughter to learn something together. Like you can go watch a documentary, read a book, you know, yeah. uh, and just kind of like dig a little bit deeper and just learn, learn together. I think, you know, children, I think John is, uh, are a great example. I mean, obviously a wonderful example of, of the beginner's mind, but learning from them, like they're the true, you know, Zen masters of, of Shoshin. You know, because right. they're always like, why, how, what, you right. know, what is this? And, um, and, and what are the opportunities, John, when we peel away all the structures of being confined, whether it's a mass male or a female being confined in a box of, of being a know-it-all and going into a, being a learn-it-all, like, it's like, uh, what are some of those qualities, John? Like, let's uh, we have a nice little list here, but yeah. let's just kind of dive into those. I think it'd be a great um, way to kind of continue this conversation. Let's see. Well, let's see. I'm scrolling through my notes too. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, so, vulnerability. Yeah. Right? We have openness, yep. willingness. Yep. Yeah. Keep yeah. Uh, so willingness, courage, curious humility, patience. Patience is a huge one for me. Again, yeah. I, I need to foster that. So that, that comes with that comes <laughs> with practicing the mindfulness and meditation that we are obviously here to talk about. But the beginner's mind that gets fostered through mindfulness and meditation can lead to that patience, flexibility, yeah. listening, acceptance of failure. And then that's another thing. As an entrepreneur, people talk about failing fast, failing forward, uh, you know, and learning from your mistakes. That mm-hmm. I think is the is another uh, aspect of beginner's mind. But then also yeah. being playful, 
And yeah. hey, to be playful, that's an aspect of enjoying life. So that's huge. Yes. And then yeah. wonderment. And I love that term, wonderment. Like yeah. just, or awe, right? A sense of yeah. awe. Like having yeah. a beginner's mind or having a, a beginner's mind versus the other side of things, being that quote unquote expert. Yeah. Like you can, as an, as a, as an expert in everything, again, quote unquote, yeah. expert in everything, you can walk into probably like the Sistine Chapel and not be in awe because you're like, whatever, right. I'm an expert on that. Yeah, uh, or, right. yeah, exactly. Whereas, whereas, you know, a beginner can walk into the Sistine Chapel or, or any other beautiful scene or any listen to a beautiful song and, and just be in awe of that. And I think that's something that we get less and less these days is the, the time and the opportunity to be in awe. And I think that that is a part of really living a fulfilling life is having those moments of awe. Wow, this is beautiful. Wow, this tastes great. Wow, this, yeah. you know, wow. Just that wow, yeah. that wonderment. So I think that's that's yeah. important, man. Big one. Like, yeah, I, you know, there's a great quote that you just bring up those, the kind of the dichotomy of like the playfulness versus like the know-it-all. And I've been using this quote by Dostoevsky for years because it really spoke to me a long time ago when I first read it. And he says, and this is in his book, Notes from Underground. And he says, I cannot become anything. And the character that I'm that speaking this line is like an older character in the book. Like he's at his dying ending days and he has this epiphany. And he says, I cannot become anything, neither good nor bad, neither a scoundrel nor an honest man, neither a hero nor an insect. And now I am eking out my days in my corner, taunting myself with the bitter and entirely useless consolation that an intelligent man cannot become cannot seriously become anything that only mm -hmm. a fool can become something wow and uh you know i know that's dostoevsky and i love that quote and that distinction between like the know-it-all the intellect right and the, and the guys all confined and, and just hold their nose up to the world and and uh versus like being the fool and in order to get into like being the fool that's where the playfulness comes in that's where um being courageous which we talked about courage requires heart Right? That's where the word cur courage comes from. The French and Latin root word for, for heart is, is cur. Um, and, and stepping forward and just trying. And, yeah, and, and I think an important part you brought up earlier, John, is forgetting about the results or what they should look like. You know, I, I, I'm under the philosophy or under the mindset of there is no such thing as failure. Right? Actually, there is failure when you don't take whatever feedback you have from whatever um, thing that you do or attempt that you make right? It's failure if you don't take that feedback and, and try, re recalculate, renavigate a little bit, fine tune, mm -hmm. and then try again, right? right? Get back up right. and try again. Like that's like another, like, I mean, this could go for wanting to be, become more mindfulness, take on mindfulness practices. Um, you can start to develop more of that, soften into the beginner's mindset by doing something that, that has always, you've always been curious about cooking, dancing we talked earlier before the show about men doing yoga you know and yeah right preconceived notions about like yoga and what it's for and how it's you know feminine or this or that or whatever and just stepping up and trying it and and letting go of uh of that of kind of that that toxic know-it-all right <laughs> know <-it -all> <laughs> kind of know-it-allism uh kind of mind and attitude and, and maybe and that's also like that's a book we yeah. should write man 
Toxic know-it-allism. Yeah, man. Yeah, and, and um, I'd love to go through some like personal examples, right, of, of where we've either, either been the beginner and practiced that beginner's mindset or, or the other side of the spectrum where we've been the quote-unquote expert and, yeah. hey, we know it all, man. Um, and uh, I, I ran into that several times in the military and I've run into it even since leaving both sides mm -hmm. of that where, I, where I'm playing both characters. Um, it, since leaving the military, or not since leaving the military, but since having kids, and that's kind of crossed over from when I was in the military until now, um, I, I thought going into fatherhood, <laughs> which is so arrogant, that I knew it all. So I have three older sisters. <laughs> having not been a father before. Yeah. Having really not been a father, time. right? <laughs> right. I have three older sisters and they have children. And right. uh and I would go home and visit them, uh, or I'd, you know, see see their kids on social media, and I would offer completely unsolicited advice about how to parent. And yeah. and uh yikes uh <laughs> talk about beginner's mind as soon as my daughter was born i actually caught her when she was born i was like oh shit <laughs> I, I don't know anything about this and it, it really it really opened my eyes to my lack of knowledge of being a father uh but mm. since then you know I, i've i've learn I learned something new every day about being a father I, I learned something about you know physically taking care of my kids I learned how their actions can affect my um, emotions and how I need to take control as the father as the parent I need to manage that those mm. scenarios um, I, I, I learned something new every day there so that's that's where I was I was uh, somebody who considered himself an expert, even though I've never had kids. And, 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 you know, what's funny is, is I, I run into those people all the time now on the other side of things, like, okay, I am a father now. And I run into people who give me unsolicited advice and I look at their lives. I'm like, you don't have kids. <laughs> don't, don't give you me don't advice. Have a clue. <laughs> yeah. So that's where I think I've been on both sides of that coin in the yeah. same like in the same aspect as as a father in fatherhood yeah. i've been on both sides of that so uh that's that's an example for me and i'm thankful that the beginner's mindset has taken over because uh you need mm -hmm. to have that beginner's mindset as a as a father as a parent learning yeah. something new every day about how to be better how to be a better parent so that's my yeah. personal example would you have one actually john i'm curious like you know, something from the military as well. I mean, expect maybe because like you've rose to like, the, um, I guess one of the most highest ranks as, as, a, as a SEAL or something like that, a commander. I don't know if there's, but like, you know, but obviously you are in a position where people are looking up to you, right? So what is it like to be in that position and then try, or, or maybe you failed miserably trying to learn something from somebody else if you have, or you can come back to that because I, I have examples too. Yes, go, go through um, your I thought examples, it'd be nice I'll come to, back. Yeah. Okay. I just thought it'd be good. Cause it's like, you know, cause here you are in that leadership role and also a very re revered, I'd imagine leadership role. And then how do you, you know, how do you let go of that? <laughs> you know? And then, and then try to learn something new, but I'll go, John, I have, a, I have some great <laughs> examples, back. you know? And um, I, I think, you know, as a, as a, as a teacher, yoga teacher here in New York um, uh, for a long time. Uh, and I, and I say a long time because it's like, you know, I've developed like, Oh, 
I'm an awesome teacher, right? So sometimes I would like, I, I would step into other teachers' classes as a student and I would feel, I would hear myself like in my mind, like as I'm practicing, like just judging and criticizing, like, you know, what they're saying, how they're saying it, what we're doing, why we're doing it, you know, and, and then taking myself away from the opportunity from experience of another teacher, right? Because I'm in this confined, uh, you know, narrow uh, view and also uh, just think of myself emotionally in that state, right? I'm just, I'm not know-it-all, you know, like, uh, um, lots of, uh, I don't know what's the, just, just a lot of attitude, you know, in those moments Arrogance. instead of, you know, what's that? Arrogance. Yeah, yeah exactly. I mean, that's what it's not, nothing against you, brother, arrogance. but it, that's what it is. That's what it is. Yeah. Arrogance. No, I mean, exactly. I've been yeah. There no, no, myself. no. Yeah. You're that I was, I was trying to find the word, just pure arrogance, which where does that take me? You know, you know, I come out of there probably still pissed off and judging that teacher and then probably saying, I'm never going to go back to their class again. You know, instead of like showing up and just trying to learn whatever they're trying to teach and also give them the opportunity, even though being a more senior teacher than these are, you know, typically like younger teachers I'm talking about that maybe only have taught a couple years or don't have quite as much experience as I have that I'm judging them. Uh, um, another example, like in the uh, God in the yoga world, like I was actually asked to, to be part of a teacher training. So I'm, I'm part of a core of teacher trainers that are teaching a new group of students that sign up for the program. And, you know, I just thought I was like this hot shit and, you know, uh, and, and just like, uh, just not good examples, John, of, uh, of, of being the beginner mind, showing up, listening, being vulnerable, you know, uh, uh, and being open and all these characteristics that we talked about, you know, being willingness to try the flexibility, you know, that listening. Uh, and again, my arrogance, my arrogance has really screwed me a lot in my life, John. Like, you know, yeah, I'm trying to, you know, but I'm glad I'm aware of it. Um, and I'll give you another great example, John, of this is this show. Never done a podcast before, yeah. you know, like, uh, um, and I'm really accessing this from the beginner's mindset um, and not trying to beat myself up too much when, you know, last week, beginning show of, uh, at the top of, of episode 11, right? This is a, this is a great example of, um, you know, I kind of flubbed the beginning. You know, I just like, yeah. I just like, I got a brain fart and like, I forgot like the name of the book, you know, <laughs> like, oh my God. Yeah. And uh, so, or also, I also, and, and, episode, and, and what happened because of that? What happened? Uh, nobody cares it, it actually nobody was cares, great right? because in that moment john i got authentic i'm like i'm nervous john right yeah. and you're like i can right. tell or something and we just had it just hey. opens up the door to like a great you're show. a human being um, exactly yeah. yeah thank you for reminding me john uh, yeah, also <laughs> other other episodes i've gone back and i've listened to our earlier earlier episodes and and i'm constantly getting better as a speaker and I've, I've actually made notes last week after the show because like i was really beating myself up like oh my god i really screwed up i sounded like such a fool oh god and i was like and then i'm like got to a point it's like well how do i never let that happen again or how do i become how do i take the take the feedback all right, and yeah. what do I do with it? So I started, you know, I, I started, I, I give it right here, John. I started making some notes um, about like, uh, oh yeah. So, you know, prepare, right? Just, you know, what we kind of, what we did today, prepare. And then I just wrote here, it's like, trust, listen, slow down and prepare. You know, and, that, and that's just like what I'm learning about this show. It's like, we, 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 we want it to be, we, you know, we, we want it to be spontaneous, but also, you know, professional and fine tuned in some ways. 
Um, and, and this is just one thing that I learned as being a podcaster, but also being a student of podcasting and not being, you know, the, the ultimate podcaster that never podcasted before. I mean, that's ridiculous. Right. 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 So, yeah. and, so, um, I want to come back to that. Yeah. I want to yeah. come back to that. Uh, but I'll give you the example that I was thinking about Great. for the military. And yeah. then I want to come back to being the, the perfect podcaster. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, the, the, uh, military examples that I had both as a, as a leader myself and that I had seen in other leaders in positions, uh, I did see people claiming to know it all and mm. not, not having the, the, honestly, the courage to be vulnerable and admit that mm. they didn't. And I could see through that. I could see through that as, as, a, as an underling, I could see people saying, yeah, I got this. And then I could tell that they didn't. And mm. I think when I did that, when I did that same thing, when I acted like I knew it all, I'm sure my people could tell that I didn't. And mm. that not only um, provided scenarios where I could have made dangerous calls or those leaders above me could have made dangerous calls, it, uh, I believe, degraded the trust in yeah. the team. So, you know, having, having uh, the strength to admit that you don't know something, I believe opens up, it's that vulnerability and it, it authenticity that we talk so often about on this show. Yeah. And yeah. that leads to uh, more trust uh, from your team. And ultimately yeah. that creates a better team. So I think that's very important, but I want to yeah. come back to the, the you know, the, the perfect podcaster. <laughs> we may have some some potential uh, entrepreneurs listening, some potential yeah. podcasters who have never gotten started doing what they wanted to do, doing what they yeah. kind of had dreamed about doing because mm. they wanted things to be perfect. And you'll never get there. You'll never get to a perfect show. You'll never get to the perfect wow. audio. You'll never get to the perfect product. Mm. You know, yeah. you, uh, as an entrepreneur, you'll, you'll hear people talk about the minimum viable product and you put that out there and then iterate on that and make changes to make it better, right? Um, and if you never put out an MVP, that minimum viable product, you will never put anything out. And if you wait until that MVP is perfect, you will never put anything out. They talk in the entrepreneurial space about you should be a little embarrassed about your MVP. I remember the first time I put out a, a, an audio meditation, it yeah. was atrocious it was atrocious like i, I went back you, and listened John, to it. it was probably not that bad yeah, exactly exactly i went post back that. and listened you know, to it you know post that uh later I, after the thing post I, it I will. But anyway i, I will. yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll share it and uh you know afterwards i was like damn that sucked but then people <laughs> provided feedback they're like hey you know maybe you can change this maybe you can change that and it got better it got better yeah. and if i hadn't ever had that beginner's mindset hey okay mm -hmm. you know what I freaking know everything. This, this is a perfect podcast or this is a perfect audio meditation. Don't give me any feedback. Um, but I listened to the feedback and I grew from it and I became better from it. And my product, the, the audio meditations became better after it. Um, yeah. So that's well, uh, a point. Let I me just, I, I, yeah. I want to say um, also that uh, not just the feed, but the willingness to ask for feedback. Like this is a huge, that's a huge, talk about growth mindset. Is that that willingness to say like, hey, can you take a look at this for me? Because it mm -hmm. obviously is somebody you trust, you know, someone that you trust, and 
that will give you like honest feedback. I mean, so you got to be aware of who you're asking for feedback from, you know, not somebody that's like <laughs> to say it again, toxic or something, you know, um, <laughs> but uh, you know, but that's like, re- that's, that's very big of you as well, John. Like, and, and that's that part of that growth and beginner's mindset. It's just like, you know, taking, eating that humble pie. We talk about humility. <laughs> it's like, yeah. it's very, it's uh, it doesn't, it's sometimes it can be a little bitter, the humble pie, but there's sweetness, you know, as I guess it kind of digests yeah. in your body and in your mind, because then you become a better podcaster. Then you become better, better at creating audio meditations or anything because, because yeah. you're, because, because the willingness, again, the willingness to ask for help, to be courageous, to not be afraid to, to one of my acting coaches a long time ago, you know, and that's like, that helped me really get a lot of balls, you know, just being bold, you know, just um, acting. And, and I said this before on the podcast, he goes, Will, he goes, if you're going to get a bloody nose, your miles will fall flat on your face. And I was <laughs> like, all right, you know what? You're right. You're right. So I would just go and try, you know, rehearse with, with all different types of variations on entrances or something like that. And I would, and, but I would learn in that process. That's the thing. Yeah. Like I would learn by, by taking that risk and being bold and putting my best effort forward right my best effort right and again not being attached to like what are people going to think or you know is this going to sound right or that never works because it lacks a tremendous amount of authenticity you know you mentioned the word perfect john i I think uh is important here perfect you want to be perfect at something be perfect at showing up be perfect at being playful be perfect at trying like those are the three things that i want to be perfect at all the time and i invite everyone else as well it's like i tell my meditation yoga students so you don't want to be perfect at something be perfect at showing up yeah. just get here just get that's here right. because that's where we start to learn that's where we begin to you know just uh, uh access a greater sense of self self because we're working through courage and we're being vulnerable and open i love that man i love that yeah. uh and and that's that is you know 90 percent of of growth is is showing up and yeah. then and then the other the other 10 percent takes care of itself by by your being there right be yeah. that physically or mentally you're showing yeah. up that's the that's the that's the big part i want to uh, i want to get into uh, just a couple of other things and then we'll get into how uh steps that you can do to develop yeah. that attitude love it but uh this the zen koan that is is super powerful it uh, says that there was a master and a student mm. and the the master or rather the, the student his name Fion was going on a pilgrimage and the master says, what is the pur- purpose of this pilgrimage? And Fion says, I don't know. And then the master says, well, not knowing is the most intimate. So, hmm. you know, that this, this student is like, I don't know the point of this <laughs> pilgrimage, but he was doing it anyway. And not knowing was the beauty, not knowing why he was going on the pilgrimage. Yeah. Allowed him, allowed him to have that beginner's mindset and not yeah. knowing. So that was pretty powerful. Um, and then uh, I, I cut, cut and paste some notes from this uh, research. We, we try to do a little research before our shows and I cut and paste this <laughs> and I, I thought it was great. It says, yeah. at times, knowing can fog your vision. And that, that sentence is kind of counterintuitive. A lot of the time people think you have to know everything, but a lot of the time knowing can actually fog your vision. It keeps yeah. us stuck in grooves of patterns and tightly held beliefs, blinded yeah. by sameness and ways of living that limit the growth of heart and mind. When we loosen the grip of knowing, 
and identifying, a journey towards new horizons begins, and we expose ourselves to the possibility that life can look, feel, and be different. That mm. I, I loved. I had to, I had to cut, cut and paste that one and make ah. sure I read it verbatim because it was so powerful. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, man, let's, let's get into some steps that we can take to develop that attitude of mindfulness or sorry, the, the attitude and mindset of beginner's mindset. Yeah. And then, uh, and then we'll start to wrap it up, man. The time always yeah. flies oh, on these shows. <laughs> I, well, I'm saying, yeah, it's like, it, it, things move fast. Like, well, yeah. uh, I think, um, well, yeah, I, 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 I'm, we mentioned in notes here and we've talked about the last few weeks are, are you know, the reinventing masculinity, they're five C's. I think our I think our 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 great uh, is a great attitude, a great part of that the ingredients of that mindset uh, yeah. was curiosity, courage, compassion. Uh, I'm missing one. Um, yeah, yeah, I think we're missing two. Right? I know. Well, I know <laughs> commitment. I know commitment is commitment. one of them. Um, uh, passion, courage. Uh, like, <laughs> oh, keep caring. Oh man, we're slaughtering that. Ed, Ed and I, know, I would be ashamed. I have the book somewhere, but. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like. That's a, that, those are those are great uh, ways to start, um, you know, to take those steps. Like, uh, what else comes to your mind as far as uh, you know? I, we have here stepping out of your comfort zone, letting go of control, being the student. You know, um, great opportunity to deal with the limitations brought forth by frustration, know-it-allism. You know, the rigidity that we talked about, letting go of the callousness of like, you know, that know-it-allism kind of thing. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I think. Um... <laughs> some people talk about doing something every day that scares them. Yeah. And, and wow. yes. that, you know, doing something every day that scares you doesn't mean like, you know, going skydiving necessarily. Sure. If that's, if that's your cup of tea, that's, that's, Hey, more power to you. But um, doing something that scares you every day is, Hey, jumping on, jumping on a podcast, right. Uh, you know, two years ago, if somebody had said, Hey, that I was going to be broadcasting live and then turning it into a podcast, uh, I would have been like, no way I'm an introvert. No way am I doing that? But it, <laughs> and it scared me. It scared me, but it, it has helped. Yeah. It's forced me to grow. It's forced me yeah. to grow in ways that I never anticipated, um, doing things like public speaking. You know, that's one of people's number one fears. If you're, yeah. if you're uncomfortable doing that, try it, try it out and see what happens. Sure, you may fall flat on your face, but again, as Will and I were talking about, if you don't learn from that, that's where that's where you're failing, and and you can grow from that. So doing something that scares you, doing something that's new to you, doing yeah, something that you truly one. are the beginner at yeah. every day or very often, that's going to foster that beginner's mindset. And and then mm. and then going back to my children and the way that they are, asking questions, asking yeah. questions more often. Why? And asking for help too. Yeah. Asking, yeah, asking for yeah. help. Asking mm -hmm. for help is huge, but mm -hmm. also just being curious, you know, yeah. why is that? Why is this? Why is the sky blue? You know, something, something as simple as that. Like, why is the sky blue? Mm -hmm. Hey, I would love yeah. to, I would love to know why is that? I'm sure, yeah. I'm sure I learned that again at one point, but after this show, I'm going to go and look it up because I am curious, but being yeah. curious about things, I think that's a way to do it. Yeah. Um, and then, and then I, I've got uh, six, six, like no joke, lined out ways to, to navigate and develop yeah. that, that beginner's mindset. I'll run through those real quick and then I'll turn yeah, it over to do. you for any closing comments and yeah, closing man, practice. So six practices to develop beginner's mindset and navigating the unknown is consciously choose to drive or walk a new way to work and notice yeah. what you see and experience along the way. Yeah, Noticing what you like see. 
Yeah, it's like those those micro adjustments, little little yeah. little subtle changes, like taking yeah. a new driving a new way to work. You know, getting in yeah. the wonderment of the world. You know, just seeing yeah. the thing. Yeah, sorry. And, and that's yeah. that's an exact. I mean, like my wife and I did that a couple of weeks ago. Drove into our neighborhood from the complete other side. We had never done it. Never done it. And we're like, wow. There's all sorts of houses here that we never knew about. There's there's great beautiful things that we never saw. I mean, that's a yeah. that's a that's a beginner's mindset. Commit yeah. to watching a sunrise every day for uh, seven days. Uh, yeah. And and I sent a picture to Will this morning of our sunrise out here, and it's just <laughs> unbelievably beautiful. <laughs> yeah, do worry. share it, share it. Uh, and then practice <laughs> mindful eating. Like look at the examples of the details of the food. And we talked about mindful meals in the past, but actually taking in all the senses that come into play as you eat those meals. Yeah, there's the sunset. For those of you who aren't listening, Will's whole- oh, sunrise, or, or, right? Or, sunrise. Or, or, or sorry, sun, sunrise, yeah. yes, sunrise. <laughs> That's the sunrise this morning, uh, this very morning. So for those of you who are listening, Will held that up. And maybe if you really wanna see what that looks like, you can check it out on the YouTube version when this comes out there. But uh, yeah, we talked about mindful eating, tapping into your creative child through dance, art, painting, mm -hmm. coloring, mm -hmm. yoga, you know, mm -hmm. hey, that's a that's a great way. List 10 things that you know you do not want to do. Acknowledging the things we don't want to do often gives us insight into what we do want to do. Mm -hmm. And then we've talked about this before as well, journaling. Journaling, that's one of the, you know, very powerful things that you can do to change the way that your mind is wired, but it can also open up that curiosity and uh, that, that beginner's mindset. So those are some... Yeah. That's what beginner's mindset is. That's how to foster it. And that's why it's important yeah. to both you and your teams. I think we covered everything we promised we were going to cover, man. <laughs> Over to so. you. <laughs> I, no, I, I, wanna, uh, I just want to double down on a couple of, well, uh, the essence of some of these things is, uh, is getting physical. Like, you know, instead mm -hmm. of it just being always uh, like, yeah, and I think it's important to, you know, to read and, 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 and get more knowledge, you know, like information. I think it's like, uh, I heard Wayne Dyer a long time ago made a distinction of like information and inspiration, right? When you're in, in, uh, in um, information uh, is when you're in form, right? You're always in, in form, whereas uh, inspiration means you're in spirit. And some way to, it's a way to kind of bridge the gap is, is the physical nature of doing things, right? So, you know, I, uh, um, not like I do any, I've done some dance before. I mean, not dance, dance, but like some cha-cha, merengue, you know, just learning the dance steps and stuff like that. As an example, we're cooking, you know, when you're, because when we get physical, John, and we come right up against, especially when we were super clumsy and we are a, a brand newbie to whatever the, whatever you're trying to work with and, and, uh, and be with, you be, really begin to run up against those feelings of the know-it-all and the control freak. Uh, and that's where you can get to be aware of those of those feelings, right? Brought up through an, uh, a physical experience, and then you can become more aware, and that'll help you become a better student, a better beginner, because you'll be aware of whatever those emotions like frustration or anxiousness or that arrogance or anxiety, because um, that's going to be part of this path as well. Is not just like, oh, I'm going to be a great beginner. I'm going to like. I like to think of when I tell my students in class, it's like we're stepping into the sandbox, 
I used to love going to the sandbox when I was a kid. You know, you just play and you you wreck stuff, yeah. you build stuff, right? It's super fun, right? So I call it like the sandbox theory. So it's like we come in, we step in, we play, we do the best we can. I mean, so we're intentional, right? It's not we're flopping around. But our intention to do the best we can, again, being perfect at trying. Um, and the results don't matter because what matters is that you put your best forth, your best effort forth. Um, and that's always going to give you some sort of result and feedback. And then, and then it's like, and about the joy that comes with trying, you know, I, I, um, last thing, last thing I'll say is like, I did my very first audition for, for theater, or I think it was for a TV production. This is that when I lived back in Philadelphia and it was I was, it was horrible, John. It was absolutely <laughs> horrible. I mean, I was so nervous going in, right? I had this resume and headshot and, and it was an improv audition. And, you know, I was, I was new and I put down, oh, I, I have a German accent, an English accent. So I'm going through this improv. They're like, oh, can you do it in an English accent? And I was like, oh, sure I can, right? And I just <laughs> moving through, right? Moving through this freaking audition with this like terrible, right? In the beginning, in the middle of, of this, like me trying, they're like, Hey, what accent is that? I'm like, oh, it's British accent. <laughs> oh my god! And I was, I walked, I was like mortified. In the, I was like, oh, hot, and I was sweaty. But when I walked out of that room, John, I was like, it is never gonna get worse than that. Like that yeah. is the worst audition I will ever have. And I, be, I became, I felt triumphant getting the other nice. side. I, I had such a great, uh, uh, it was a terrible experience in it, but the, the rewards outside, it's like. I learned something right and now i can go right. forward with that knowledge and um, you live through that moment you live I, through it, thank right? you john i'm still here right yeah, i'm still right. here <laughs> yeah and it's becoming help it's maybe a better podcaster <laughs> yeah for sure man for sure <laughs> but, hey, and, and one thing you know before you start your practice or the, the grounding practice yeah for those who are watching and have never done a meditation have never done a grounding practice or mindful practice of any sort try it out Try it out. Yeah. See how you feel. Go into it with that beginner's mindset and really be curious about the practice. Be curious about what happens mentally, physically, mm. uh, emotionally. Just in the short practice that Will is going to lead, I encourage you to jump into it with a beginner's mindset. Be curious, asking why, asking how, yeah. asking what happens afterwards. So, uh, I'll yeah. turn it over to you with that. Oh boy, that's a, that's like, a, is it my no turn? Pressure. What am I doing now, no, John? No pressure. Am no I pressure. doing? <laughs> no, I better not screw this up. I'm just <laughs> awesome, guys. All right, thank you for that, John. What a great segue into our grounding practice. So maybe change your seat, right? Sometimes you know it's uh, doing the same things all the time is uh, is considered crazy. So maybe sit a different way, or um, maybe stand up, or if you're you know, walk around the grocery store or something and you can't sit, then make contact with yourself in some way. Interlace your fingers, maybe bring a hand across your belly or your chest or, or both. Exhale your breath out. And we'll just keep it real simple. I just want you to feel yourself sitting here and breathe deeply in. Exhale very slowly out. And just feel your body in this space. If you're sitting down, you can feel your sit bones. If you're standing up, you can feel your feet on the ground. And just notice simply the flow of your breathing in and out of your nose. And 
developing the skills of breath and just see if you can slow it down and make it a little deeper. And just simply notice your breath. And just gaining control of your breath, but not in a rigid way, but in a way that feels good. It softens you. It allows you to be present. Keeps you connected to your heart. And that willingness to try. Just find three more breaths. Inhale through the nose. See if you can create a bigger breath. Keep going. Inhale more. And then pause for a second here. And as gently as you can through the nose, exhale out. Couple more. Inhale bigger. Can you feel the belly drop or the breath drop into your pelvis and expand into your chest and lift up the very top of your chest? And then very consciously breathe as softly as you can out. Last one. Off the exhale. Take a moment and notice how you feel emotionally. It's okay if you're still battling with anxiety or frustration or, or stress, whatever. But just being aware and noticing is, again, part of that showing up and practicing. Doing the best you can. Ready? If your eyes are closed, open them up. Take a moment and thank yourself for practicing. Oh, and John, uh, thank you for this. This has been, uh, um, yeah. wasn't sure what was going to happen today, you know? <laughs> uh, but this has been, uh, wow, really inspiring, John. Same um, here, man. But thank Same you for here. this. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. My pleasure. My pleasure. I always appreciate the, the space. Always appreciate the, the, the discussion and the energy that I walk away with. So thank you for this. And for mm -hmm. our, our viewers, our listeners, please share the show share the podcast, share the fact that we do this on LinkedIn live on Fridays. And, and please, if you can give us a review on the, on the platforms where you can give us a review, give us a rating, give us some feedback again, yeah. as, as we talk about being that beginner's mindset, we want to make this better every time. So if there's feedback that you have, we're, we want that feedback. We want to, yeah. we want to hear it. We're beginners. We're beginners. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and we yeah, always John, will I didn't realize <laughs> that um uh someone asked me it's like hey how do i leave a review on podcast and i was like oh right so if you yeah. go to show right if you go to our show go to my tech mindfulness if you click go to show and then scroll at the bottom and click write a review there it is there it is so, there it is yeah, yeah that's i think that's on apple i don't know if you can apple. leave it on the on the other other platforms but hey listen on the other platforms too but yeah, yeah. if you're if you're on apple and you can give us a review you know five star rating or <laughs> uh, uh hey just give us a give us a share share it with uh those who need to hear these messages that's what's important 
Uh, we don't do it for any money. There's, it's, it, it is a, it's a hobby and we really enjoy it, but we're just doing it to share the message so that we can help others live happier, healthier, more fulfilling lives. So thanks for tuning in. Uh, if you tuned in live today and Will and I will be jumping on the LinkedIn and the Facebook later to, to uh, reply to any comments or questions that were made. Thank you for the engagement. We appreciate your being here with us. And uh, that is a wrap. Thanks for joining Will and John on Men Talking Mindfulness. If you enjoyed the show, please like and share it with your friends and family. And please, we would appreciate a review too. Until next time, this has been Men Talking Mindfulness. Thanks for showing up.